You want to jumpstart your business? Start a podcast with Anchor today. I engaged with Anchor not really understanding what I needed to do. However, the steps are very simple. I felt encouraged within my heart to flow with Anchor. It's a great marketing tool, an excellent way to get your brand out to people everywhere. It's a great opportunity and I encourage you to use Anchor. Sign up and just start recording. Hit publish and be heard everywhere. Anchor powers more of the world's podcasts than any other platform. Come join us. Sign up with Anchor today. Hello everyone, this is Debbie coming to you with Divine Intervention and we're talking about a mindset for victory. So in this lesson, basically I'm just encouraging you to stick to the plan, reminding you that we are indeed in a spiritual war. This is a spiritual war and based on the revelation that God has given us here at Divine Intervention in these last days, we're fighting familiar spirits so at the end of the day though these people they can appear in human form and can mingle with us the battle belongs to God the battle the battle belongs to uh, the Lord uh, the, the the angels and, and and Jesus in the spiritual realm our high priest the belt the battle belongs to them and so that's another reason why it is so important that we stick to the plan when God gives us the plan that we stick to the plan and uh, as I'm going through what I'm going through I'm examining myself and, uh, and, and, and so often you know you just gotta be careful you uh, when things don't happen exactly the way you want to happen that you still do not alter the plan but stick to the plan and I'm just you know taking a look at myself you know okay and I'm like I'm trying to stick to the plan so what to do right now God because I saw the guy off right here stick to the plan stay close to the plan you know and so just being very strategic and uh hope that you're encouraged and knowing that yes it encourages me to to know that uh that they're a spiritual being and so therefore I'm encouraged uh, in prayer because I'm like I understand even more so why God he wants us to pray because his words are powerful and it's his words that that's winning the victory he's not saying my my I exalt my word above my name for nothing he's trying to let you know how powerful his word is and when you operate in his word for an exchange he's winning the war for you he's winning the battle for you he is his word and so when you embrace his word you are embracing him and uh, it is a shield it is our victory from day to day and so we so used to tangling with people uh, in the flesh looking at them and, and, and feeling them but no this is a spiritual warfare and and we 
when we hook up with God in prayer and we tangle with his word, yes, when we engage his word, see, we got to engage the spiritual and, and, and open our mouths. You win the war opening up your mouth, praising God, speaking his word. I mean, God, he's so proud of you. It's like, oh, look at my daughter. Look at my son. He embraces my word. He loves me. And, and, and he believes the power in my word. And he's standing up for you. He's standing up for you. And so, yes, many times, you know, of course, we have to take action. But we got to take action doing what he tells us to do. Take action with his word. Okay? And what? Ever else he's telling you to do so be encouraged stick to the plan let's go into this word people in their face you know in a loving kind of way just, and I, I guess I got it from her but she did and I, I would be like okay mama why are you doing this you know but she was right about every person are you listening to me every person and she was the type of woman she didn't you know direct me in what I should do with my life she let me be free and make my own decisions and I like that about my mom now I did want a little more you know her have a little more involvement with just mentoring me with my career, but you can't have it all. She probably would have stepped in and, and, and had a heavy hand in it, but I think she was like that because her mom was probably, you know, just very uh, directive in, in showing her which way to go. And I've come to find out a lot of people, a lot of young people who where their parents were involved and were telling them, you know, how, what career path they should take. They grow up and they have a resentment towards that. And, uh, they rather, they rather, uh, they wish that they could have, you know, just been free and, and chose themselves. And so that's the way my mom raised me and my brother. You know, she let us be free and just choose what we want to do and so she was like that and I just have so much respect for her and she was an example but this pathway following the authentic Jesus uh getting to the the gospel that Jesus Christ taught living that life yes it has been challenging and I walked the straight and narrow and come to find out, God, he was more into me than I thought I was about him. You know, he was coming to me. And, and so he told me his hands were heavy on my life. And, and I walked the straight and narrow. Are you listening to me? And so uh, he is good. He is very good. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so I have diligently seek the Lord. And I'm so thankful See, when I look over my life and all the stuff that he's been revealing, I'm like, my God, he knows what he's doing. I don't know. I just need to continue to trust the Lord because he's kept me out of, out of a lot of trouble. Are you listening to me? He has, and he is so good. And so what he does for me, he'll do for you. But we got to walk the straight and narrow. We can't be 
uh, short changing God, giving him a little bit and expecting much. But we got to get with him. You got to show him that you love him. So who, who, who you want to come around you, you know, when, when things are working out good for you? If they can't be with you during difficult times, see you, right? I mean, right? Really? And so God, he has feelings. We're made in his image. And so he has feelings. And so you just don't just think you're just going to get with him and get all his stuff and his secret and his answers. He said, I tell my friends my secret. You're my friend if you do my will. And he'll tell you the secret things. So I've been hanging out with God. I've been hanging out with Jesus. And he's told me a whole lot of secrets, glory to God. And so I'm excited about cultivating a mindset for victory. And I want to share with you exactly what Joshua, what he did as he got his as he got the plans of God. I mean, he was careful to carry it out completely the way God had told him to. And then, you know, he just got strategic plan. God told him to uh, walk around Jericho for six days. I want to talk about the characteristics of being silent. What we get out of being silent. He told them to um, Joshua and his army of men to walk around Jericho for six days and be silent. Go around Jericho wall for six days. And he did exactly that. And there's benefit. There's a benefit for being quiet, for being silent. It's a benefit when you are trying to achieve victory. You are out on the battleground. You're in spiritual warfare. There's benefit when you operate in silence. There is a benefit when you operate in silence as you are pursuing the presence of God that pursuing God himself every day benefits from being quiet in the Lord. And so I want to cover, um, first of all, I want you to be reminded of Joshua 1.8. Don't forget that scripture. He said, meditate on the word day and night, right? And we'll be successful. That's in short. And we're going to go right on over to, um, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it verbatim because we don't want to just, we don't want to shortchange God, even sharing this passage of scripture, even though I come with it every day. I want you to get it. He said, this book of the law, Joshua 1, 8, shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Amen. You're cultivating a mindset. You're growing your mind in the word of God. You're growing up and, and you're, you're conditioning yourself. You're reprogramming yourself to think like God, to do it his way. Okay. And you're going to have optimal, optimal success. That's the kind of success you're going to have. And so, talking about being silent, I want us to go to um, Isaiah 31, 7. There are benefits from being silent. They walked around Jericho Wall six days silent. 
that that was a part of the victory plan. So if it's a part of the victory plan and defeating Jericho, it'll be a part of your plan every day. You need to spend some time being silent. And as I look over my life, like I said, I endured painful silence. It was painful silence when I didn't, I couldn't appreciate it until I got around noisy people, until I got around those people who were burning to those gods. Honey, they had family. The families, they were loud. You know, you know, you take it for granted, but see, God used my life. And so I can look back in retrospect. I was like, oh, oh, they burnt to the gods. Noisy. <laughs> it, it's, it's been consistent. All right. And so, yes, it was so quiet. It was painfully quiet, but it was during those times that I was quiet that I was writing down my vision. See, I didn't know that was even in the word. God have you working, operating in the word of God when you connect with your spiritual self. And I was operating in the word of God. And I didn't even know he was talking about in the Bible where it says write the vision down. But I was writing my vision down. What's my purpose? Okay. And I was writing it down. And I would think about my life, about myself and about sin and just, just, different things, you know, I was just quiet and I was able to connect with myself. So as I look in retrospect, that I was loving myself. That's a part of loving yourself. It's a part of, of what you do when you're silent. It's just in us. God is in us and you are just naturally connect with yourself. And so I was practicing loving myself, and I didn't even know that's a part of loving myself. So I'm expanding on that. We've expanded talking about it, and we're going to talk about it even some more in the future. But automatically, I was connecting with myself. And so silence, having moments of silence is so very important. That God, he tells us what we need to do. You need to go somewhere and sit down and be silent. Because you mess with that stuff, it's going to bring a whole bunch of people around you. That's what the Holy Ghost says, let me know. You burn to the gods. He said, now, that person, they don't burn, but, but their parents burn. They got a familiar spirit. Now, typically, they will have a whole bunch of people just, you know, all these girlfriends. They have about eight and nine all around them. Right? That does confirm, doesn't it? You know, it, it confirms. <laughs> I know it does. <laughs> That's what God has shown me in this consistent when I look at other people's, their lives. Okay. And now that I know they burn fire, it's the truth. Say the truth to set you free. I want you to be set free today. And so at any rate, I noticed over my life silence and it was painful. I wanted some noise. I was like, please, Lord. And I felt like I was... It felt like I was the only child. I had an older brother, but, you know, he was with his friends. So it was like I was painfully by myself and alone. But I was growing myself, and I was loving on myself, and it was a, it's been beautiful. And, and I always, it's so easy for me to connect with myself, whereas other people, they may find it difficult to be alone. They're so used to noise, they don't even know who they are. And then if you got a familiar spirit, I mean, you don't even know you got a spirit. A lot of people, they'll walk around here and they don't realize that they have a familiar spirit, and they do. The Holy Ghost is saying a whole lot of you got a familiar spirit all around the world, mm -hmm. most of the people, right? Because they're burning unauthorized, looking cute. And so at any rate, yes, they don't know how to be silent, and it was during that silent time, I was really going through stages of meditation the proper way. 
Now, I'm not talking about, talking about that spooky meditation. I'm talking about properly the way God intended for us to, to do this thing, right? And he's teaching me even more about meditation and breathing. It is real deal, real deal. And so over in Isaiah 30, we're going to go back to Jericho in a minute. Hold on. Over in um, yeah, Isaiah 30, let's look at that. I want to read one through seven because he's talking about the Israelites. And he said they were rebellious, just like they were in the wilderness with Moses. And he said they were rebellious, burning at fire and going to Egypt because Egypt is, um, is basically a display of the kingdom and, and those people in authority. And they burnt to the gods, Egypt, they, you know, they weren't, they weren't like the Hebrews. They were burning to the gods, Pharaoh, Egypt. They had their own gods. You know, when you go back and, and take a look at what happened with Moses and they were challenging Moses, look at your fire. I'm not letting your people go. That's what Pharaoh said. You know, he had his fire and he was looking cute without his makeup on. Now I'm not going to let your people go. Who are you? Who are you? What's your God's name? No. And so... He was talking to the Israelites. They wanted to get with um, Pharaoh, Egypt. Thank you for tuning in with us here at Divine Intervention. I want to close reading this passage of scripture because. It is so important that if we're going to have a mindset of victory, we got to get a hold of this word. The word is so important. And so we can't look over that. So every opportunity that we have to just get our attention on what we're dealing with when we're talking about this word, it is our owner's manual. It's the owner's manual guide that God left for us to operate our lives at the highest possible level and so in john chapter 1 verse 1 it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of man Oh, let me read that again. In him was life and the life. It was the word and it was the light of man, right? It is the the light of man and the light shineth in in, in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. And so the darkness is the fallen angels in the earth, but he was the light. In the beginning, he was the life, and the life was the light of man. So, he is the word. The word is the light. At the beginning, you had the fallen angels. They were here. Okay, there were two beginnings. Don't forget that. There were two beginnings. In this second beginning, the darkness did not comprehend the light. And so the life of man is the light. 
If you don't have the life of God, his word on on the inside of you, you do not have life. You have darkness. But if you have life, you got his word, his covenant. This right here, this Bible, this owner's manual is on your heart. You operate by it. And it's written on our hearts. And you operate by it. You are operating by the light. And that is the life. And so you got the darkness in the earth, but it comprehends not the, the light. That familiar spirit is darkness. And so you don't have the light of God's words in you and that darkness at the beginning. At the beginning, when he started the new beginning with Adam and Eve, it didn't comprehend the, the light. All it, was, it was just after the light, though. And it destroyed the light. It went after Eve and tore her down. It was the walking, living dead himself. Yes. Okay. It was, it was the devil himself. And uh, he tore down Eve and, 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 and perverted her. Yeah, he raped her. That's what he did. He was a pervert. He was a walking, living dead animal. Okay? The darkness. And because they had brought the first, the first earth to uh, naught. It, he, they brought it down. The civilization, it was brought down. There weren't any cities. He turned the cities into a wilderness. And they would do it again. And so, do you get it? The life of man is the light. It's the, the light of God is the life. So there's a lot of people, they walk around, they, they look like they got life. The walking dead is walking around mingling, but they're full of darkness. They don't have the light of God. They don't have the light of his word. So when we, when we get the light of God's word on the inside of us, we got life. We got life, okay? It is powerful. So I just want to share that, and we need to engage with it every day. So... On that note, I want you guys to go by my Divine Intervention website. Check us out at Divine Intervention, our journey. Uh, as we've uh, been on this, what the Holy Spirit labeled the last movement and public demonstration of witchcraft, check us out. It is the last movement indicating his return. So you need to get ready, get ready, get ready because Jesus, he's coming back. And this is the last sign. Glory to God. And then I want you to move over to Twitter. Check us out on Twitter. Check out the most update recent uh, action as far as what's going on, what the Holy Ghost is saying on my Twitter. I'm engaging a whole lot on my Twitter account. Okay. Check us out on Twitter. And uh instagram uh my facebook okay and subscribe with us on youtube all right let's get engaged with one another and don't forget yes don't forget what the donations the bible says give and it shall be given back unto you how good measure uh pressed down shaken together running over that man give unto your bosom. All right? And so we want to give like that. We want to do it just like that. And don't forget what Paul said. He said, if I give of my spiritual, shouldn't I reap the, uh, the carnal things from you? Shouldn't you give of your carnal? Why? Certainly. You know, so many people, they often go around talking about how Jesus, he was poor and he didn't have anything. But Jesus, he was demonstrating. He was demonstrating to you what you would go through as a Christian because you're not burning to the gods. And so you're going to go through some things until God uh, 
call you to be a priest or you know you come under priestly covering you got to go through some things before you experience your resurrection the the intent is for you to go a base first not to go flying high because you know you can't handle it you got to go down go down die fall to the ground die then you resurrect and your resurrection it'll be permanent but if you skip steps and you illegal you you promote yourself see you promote yourself you you're gonna be humbled you're gonna come down and so Yes, his intent is for you to go down and you go up. And it's a permanent situation, glory to God. All right? And you reign with Jesus Christ. And so, uh, when you're not burning, yes, those animals, those uh, devils, they're going to come against you. And they'll throw you out your houses, your homes. That's why so many people, as we've been out over the past years... Young people been thrown out their homes. The parents are throwing them out of their homes. They don't know why, but see, they burn it to the gods. They they don't like purity, and they'll throw the children out. They're not gonna. They they don't like purity, whether you're black or white. Okay, and that's a mark of Jesus on you. A little bit of purity, yes. And they don't like you, and they'll throw you out. And so he knew that his children were gonna be homeless, but Jesus, he had uh, funds. He was supplied through the ministry. People were given, and so. People are not rightly dividing the word of God. And so he, the, 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 the laborer, you know, is worthy of his hire. All right. If you're, I'm plowing in hope and I plow in expectation to receive. Right. And so that's what the word says. And so we're going to go back and we're going to be more explicit. But yes, you give, it shall be given back unto you. Good measures, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. In the same manner you're giving to me, it'll be given back to you. God has no respect to person. So until next time, I love you and have a wonderful day.